Hey guys, it's Mr. Kerr. I thought we could do book talks this semester through podcasts. I'll try to post one about once a week, and anyone else that might want a podcast about a book they're reading can do so as well. That way we've got, hopefully, more book talks than ever, they're accessible anytime, and it doesn't interrupt our project time as well. So we'll see if it works, but in the meantime, enjoy the first one. Charles Dickens. The Tale of Two Cities by Charles Dickens is one of my all-time favorite books. That doesn't mean I always liked it. In fact, I hated it in high school. But I've come to appreciate it now and really just love reading it. I've probably read it four or five times now and I can't get away from it. And I think the biggest reason why is because it satisfies everything that we're looking for when we read a book. What I mean by that is Charles Dickens is the master of the universal human experience. You've heard me talk about the universal human experience before, and what I mean by that is we're looking for in books, in movies, in art in general, someone to reach out and tell us what does it mean to be a human being. We're looking to make a connection with an author, a sculptor, a poet, a writer, whoever it might be. We're looking for someone to tell us something new about what it means to be a human being living this life on planet Earth. And Dickens does an excellent job of that. One of the things that Dickens does so well is draw characters. The characters in this book are easy to understand. They're almost stereotypical. In other words, they have identifying features. You've got the old banker, Mr. Lorry, who's all by the book. You've got Madame Defarge, who's the old French woman, this huge woman that has this violent look on her the whole time. And you've got Sidney Carton, this lazy, worthless, doesn't care about anything kind of person who's brilliant, this brilliant lawyer, who just can't bring himself to care about anything in this world. Kind of sounds maybe a little bit like some New Tech students I know, but I'll let that go. Sidney Carton is one of those characters that we really look for in literature. He's one of those characters that you absolutely hate. I mean, he's really despicable. He doesn't really do anything good throughout the entire novel, but you hope desperately that he will. I can't really explain it any better than that, but there are just some people that you want more out of. I don't know. Maybe you've got friends like that. Maybe you've met people like that. That you just have this sense of you're so much better than this. And you could be so much better than this. And Sidney Carton just always brings that out whenever I read it. What I love about the story is it's really universal. But it's also really intimate and personal. In other words, it is about two cities. Paris and London. And they're in the middle of this huge social upheaval, revolution, blood in the streets, and it's all over the place. And yet, you get this remarkably personal story. And I think that's what makes A Tale of Two Cities so interesting, is that it gives us a story that's universal. I mean, this is big, it's historical, it's epic. But the best epics are ones that are ultimately personal. Think of it kind of like Lord of the Rings. You've got this mission to destroy the ring and save Middle-earth, but it's really the story of this little hobbit named Frodo. That's what Charles Dickens does as well. This is the story about Lucy Manette, Charles Darnay, and Sidney Carton. 
I would call it a love triangle, but that really doesn't do it justice. Now I should say, it is going to drag a little bit. Charles Dickens got paid by the word. He published it serially in a newspaper, chapter by chapter, and the newspaper people paid him by the word. So he had a lot of incentive to kind of drag things out a little bit. So the story is going to drag, but that doesn't mean that the story doesn't exist. It's there, and once you get wrapped up in it, it will hold your attention. And believe me, as somebody who knows how to stretch a sentence out, I can't do it like, it like Dickens does it. The detail and complexity that he gives to his characters through all that extra dialogue, through all that extra description, it really turns out to be all worth it. One of the things that Charles Dickens does is he can pull things together. Let me explain. It's kind of like if you were in the middle of a maze, but you, you have the first person view. All you see is a wall in front of you. All you see are boundaries and hurdles that you've got to get through. And you're constantly being bombarded by new people and new faces and new names and new places. We're in England, we're in Europe. I can't get it all figured out. But slowly as the novel progresses, Dickens kind of takes you up almost as if you're like in a helicopter or something. And you begin to see the whole maze from above. And you see how all of those little things that he's been placing in all along the way are slowly being drawn together to create an incredible story. It's like if you were running a marathon that wound through the streets of, say, Paris or London. You're going everywhere and you're kind of lost and confused and you don't have that sense of satisfaction. But you come into that last mile or so and that whole last stretch, you can see the finish line, you know exactly where you're going, and it is just breathtaking because you've come this huge distance, this huge scope, this epic scale, and now it's sitting in front of you and you can see the end and you just drink it in as it happens. I don't want to give away the ending, and I won't call it a twist ending, but it is an unbelievable, unforgettable ending to this book. Redemption, forgiveness, heroism, honor, I mean, all the big words you could possibly think about of what you're looking for when you read a book, and it's all there in A Tale of Two Cities. I can't recommend this book highly enough. Maybe the best thing about it, it's free. You can download this book online, onto a Kindle, onto a Nook, onto your computer, onto an iPhone. It's podcasted free as an audiobook on iTunes if you search for it. It's eminently available, and it's one of the greatest books of all time. I highly recommend it to you. I hope you pick it up and read it. Let me know what you think about it. 